You, your farm, your future, and most importantly, your time matter to us. Welcome to the Dairy Streamlit, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations fighting for sensible dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. The Dairy Streamlit is a compressed, high-level overview of a Dairy Stream episode. We focus on opportunities and challenges impacting the future of dairy. I'm your host, Joanna Guza. Genetics in the dairy industry are making progress in helping farmers to be more environmentally and economically sustainable. Our topic is on a recent collaborative project between Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, Farmers for Sustainable Food, Zoetis, and eight aligned farms that showed how focusing on genetic improvement correlates to profitability and reduction in methane intensity, antibiotic usage, and feed use on the farm. The Dairy Streamlet only covers a high-level overview of the long version that will be available on September 6th. Our guests today are Lauren Bry. She's the Director of Strategic Partnerships and Sustainability for the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. And also we have Dr. Dan Weigel. He is the Outcomes Research at Zoetis, and you can check out their full bios in the description. Lauren, can you share some of the behind the scenes of how this study got started? Farmers for Sustainable Food has been working with farmers in agriculture and food value chain partners on sustainability projects that look at field level environmental sustainability and the financials of conservation practices. At a workshop following our first annual meeting, our members shared the need to explore sustainability on the animal care side of the dairy business. So it made great sense to partner with a company like Zoetis that's already working in this space to look at information they're gathering with the farms they work with. Right. And you listened to your members and acted on it. So kudos to you guys. And Dr. Weigel, can you share the process of how the data was collected and analyzed? Sure. The key to this study was that we had producers who had been testing with us since 2015. Again, uh, for this study, we need cows that had finished their lifetimes uh, in the herd. So uh, we had to go all the way back to 2015 so that those cows had the opportunity to live their life. And the data was really something we do every day. We really, really like to sit down with our customers at least once a year and go over how well our predictions are working for them in their herds. So we're routinely collecting all the health, uh, estimated feed costs, drug costs, repro costs, all these things that uh, were, were needed for this study. And in the long version, Dr. Weigel goes through all the different things that we talked about, whether that was reduction of antibiotic use, replacement heifers, methane reduction, and decrease in feed. What was the most impressive to you in this study and why? Since I work with this data every day, uh, literally we do hundreds of these analyses uh, for farms uh, every year. So again, uh, with our health traits, we typically see half the disease between the best 25% of the cows for the prediction and the worst 25%. Uh, so that's pretty routine uh, for me. And again, after going through the research on methane emissions, I knew that this was just efficiency in our cows. We were absolutely doing that already. So probably the thing that surprised me the most was how the producers in a study were so positive about it and, and really, really excited to share the message. Again, uh, so uh, Lauren was probably surprised by the outcomes and I was surprised by the uh, participants response and uh, she thought, well, she knows these producers and wasn't surprised at all. <laughs> Yeah, and we go way more in depth about how this all went down and, and working with these farmers. And again, thank you to those eight farms that paved the path to, to do this research study. Lauren, how does this research impact the future of sustainable food? 
A lot of sustainability conversations today focus on conservation practices happening in the field, like manure management or methane reduction with the use of feed additives, for example. While all that's important, genetics and genomic data are something that is easily accessible to all farmers today to make improvements in the future of their herd. And as our project is proving, it's not just a more sustainable herd, it's a more profitable herd. Last question for both you and Dan, what's next for research and genetics? Dan, if you could give your input and then Lauren add. I think all of us know about the research on feed efficiency, methane emissions that are going on in the industry now, and that's absolutely going to make us better. I think we also know how well these predictions work today, the genetic predictions for health outcomes. And we know how well the sensors or technology is, how that has improved over time. And of course, every day we hear about artificial intelligence and, and, and those new uh, methods to do things. And so, uh, again, it, I think it's a really exciting time as those things, all those factors come together. Uh, I think producers are really, really going to have some great tools to manage their herds going forward. And Lauren? I hope farmers start to take advantage of genetics to improve their herd sustainability and profitability through adjusting selection criteria for bulls. I also think we'll continue to see a lot of data collected in this space, as is already being done, but more farmers digging into it. How can we better manage our data and use it to improve our farms from that management perspective and really understand it? Finally, I think there's a need in this space for those trusted advisors who understand all this data and can provide guidance to us on our farms. You will be impressed with our conversation, so be sure to check out the long version on September 6th. We appreciate your precious time. I'm Joanna Guza for Dairy Stream. The Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative would like to thank you for listening to Dairy Stream. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and rate Dairy Stream. We value your feedback. And if there's something you'd like to hear, email us at podcast at dairyforward.com.